Now, the word with Father Tony Percy. The Gospel of Mark is uh, front and centre stage again because it's year B and Mark is the Gospel proclaimed in year B. It's very early on in chapter 1 of Mark. Last week, you will recall, we had the call of two sets of brothers who immediately received the call of Christ, Mark says. He loves that word immediately. He uses it a lot in his Gospel, almost 50 times. In chapter 1, you'll find it uh, used about 13 or 14 times, I think, from memory. So they're called, as those disciples are called immediately, and they respond, Mark says, immediately. Having gone directly from the call, the next scene we have is the scene for this week, Jesus on the Sabbath, immediately entering a synagogue. That's the word he uses again. Yes, he loves that word immediately. And then immediately... A man with an unclean spirit comes forth, yelling and screaming out. Jesus, we're told in the the Greek uh, gospel, the gospels were written in Greek, our English translation, Jesus says to the unclean spirit, be quiet, come out of him. In fact, Jesus says, be muzzled, be muzzled. What a wonderful phrase. Be muzzled and come out of him. He does. And then we're told after the healing, the word immediately goes out about this this authority that Christ has over the unclean spirit. So the focus, uh, it sounds like to you perhaps that I'm going to focus again on the word immediately. It's important. It's very important because it gives us this sense of the drama that Mark has. And Mark has the drama of Christ coming on earth and then straight away having encounters with the powers of darkness. So remember, he was baptized very early on in chapter one of uh, Mark's gospel baptized. No sooner as that happened, then the Holy Spirit, we're told, threw him out into the desert to encounter the demonic. So yes, Mark has a, has a way of using language to try and highlight to us the, the real encounter with evil that Jesus is having and how he overcomes the evil. And so what happens with this expelling of the demon in Mark 1? We have the crowd saying on two different occasions, wow, what is this authority? with which he conducts himself or which he encounters these uh, demonic powers of darkness. Yes, it's very, very strong language. With what authority does he do this? Who is this person? Now, in theology, and we'll finish on this, in theology, there's there's a very important point that's made about the way that Christ reveals himself to us. So we understand in theology that particularly in the Word of God, that Christ reveals himself not only through his words and what we hear him say, but also by what he does. And theology has a wonderful way of explaining in this. It says, well, the words are there and they interpret the actions, but the actions and the deeds of Christ confirm the word that is spoken. So when the crowd says, with what authority does he act against the powers of darkness? What they're observing there is this entire authenticity and consistency in the being of Christ, that his words and his actions are one. It's one act. So the words, again, just to repeat, the words proclaim some message, so we hear it. So the word is then backed up by the action. So the words interpret the action and the action confirms the word that is spoken. So when you're reading scripture, when you're hearing scripture particularly proclaimed, that's the way you'll get the full force of the the presence of God in the word of God. You will come across this and you will feel it. 
You'll feel it within your very being, the authority of Christ speaking to you, not only through his words, not only through his actions, but through both. So much so that there's one action, one act of revelation of Christ disclosing to you that in fact he is truly the Son of God, particularly when he comes up against the powers of darkness. 